Hey y'all, this is Stacey Pearsall, and you're listening to Everything, my podcast where I talk about, well, everything. Good morning, everybody. It's me, Stacey, and I am flying solo today. Andy is on the road again for work, so you'll just have to be happy with me, I guess. You know, I always get pretty lonely when he's not here and time flies when I have Andy sitting in the chair next to me, but it is what it is. He'll be back next week. So until then, let's catch up. It is October 20th, which means we are closing in on Halloween. So trick or treat. That's pretty awesome. I will be spending my Halloween with one of my horse trainees owners. So I have Nickel here. He's an Irish draft horse. His owner lives in Minnesota. So she's flying in for the weekend to have a little crash course on what I've trained Nickel and for me to be able to train her how to continue keeping up with his training and building off of what we've uh, created foundation-wise here at Low Country Acres. So that'll be really, really exciting uh, to have her here for the weekend and hopefully everything goes well. And when Nickel gets shipped home to Minnesota, he can grow that winter coat in pretty quick because obviously it has been pretty warm here. He is going to freeze his little hoofs off when he gets back home. I will say that the temperatures have changed in South Carolina. We've gone from being in the 80s and maybe low 90s for the last few weeks to suddenly being in the 40s in the morning, which was Quite a knee-jerk change, I swear. The weather here is so bipolar. Wait 10 minutes and it will change. But the leaves are falling. Pine needles are shedding, which is a good sign. That means that the cooler weather may be here to stay. What's it like in your neck of the woods? Don't forget that on everythingstacy.com you can share your fall photos, which is October's theme for the photo contest sponsored by Spider Holster. So we've had some really, really great submissions from across the U.S. And they're absolutely beautiful. Shows fall colors, fall activities. If you have photos that fit that sort of description, the fall feels photo theme for the photo challenge, the month of October, be sure to get those in because we really want to see them. And that will give you a chance to win a Spider Holster Spider Pro Handstrap B2, one of my favorite tools in my photo kit. I spent my day yesterday with the launch of a brand new horse registry called the European Brabant Registry of America. Almost a year ago, uh, there were a number of horse owners who had imported horses from Europe who wanted to start a registry that was dedicated solely to this particular breed. There wasn't a program out there that was solely focused on the propagation of this very unique endangered breed, if you will. And we decided to come together and and make it ourselves. It all started with filing for articles of incorporation, then filing for 501c3 status, then creating the handbook and the registry and the rules and working to design the website to engage evaluators. I mean, The process was definitely intense. 
And it has been not just a side project, but almost an all-consuming one. So yesterday was the launch. And if you want to check out the fruits of our labor, visit europeanburbant.com and let me know what you think. You can even subscribe to the newsletter and we'll send some updates on these horses. Uniquely, the horses were, or are, I should say, one of the most ancient draft breeds in the world. I like to say they're the OG of the draft breeds. They were actually mentioned by Julius Caesar himself in some papers. And then uh, through the evolution of this particular breed, they were used by medieval knights to carry them into battle. They were big, big horses, had the right mindset, demeanor. Um, they're fearless, but very gentle at the same time. And they were later developed into using them as harness horses for farm work in Europe. As you know, the, the two world wars were a deep impact on the horse population. They were used both as combat tools, but also as food sources during those very troubled times. And that made the herd populations suffer immensely. And there was a lot of concerted effort to bring them back from the brink. That said, there's only 10,000 left in Belgium today. And we only have 75 purebred European Brabants in the U.S. and Canada that we know of. So we're hoping that by standing up this registry and promoting a, a breeding program and giving enthusiasts or people who want to start their own breeding program the tools they need to do that and to keep the breed going, to propagate a healthy herd, and make sure that we don't lose this heritage breed for generations to come. So it's been really, really important. Again, if you want to see what we're doing and learn a little bit more, visit europeanbrabant.com and come on board. We could use your support. You can even be a member if you want to support us. I welcome that. In other news, I trimmed the donkey's feet and turned them out into the big pasture and they have been loving life. In fact, I look out there and I have no idea where they're at most times. They're either tucked away in some part of the pasture I can't see or in the grove of trees that's out of sight. I do kind of miss looking out the front window and seeing them in the pasture, but I know that they're having a grand old time out in the big pasture. The reason they got brought in over the summer in the first place was because they have a tendency to overeat and they can get sick. And a thing called foundering happens where it, it affects their legs and their feet and their joints and it, it just is not healthy. They have no off button when it comes to eating, so they'll just gorge themselves to the point of sickness. And some of those illnesses are irrevocable, like they can't come back from that. So it's safer just to bring them in during the summer. Now that the grass is starting to die off a little bit and late late fall grass is not as nutritional, it doesn't affect them as badly. So they, they finally had the freedom to go outside and they were super, super thrilled. Nevertheless, the pastures that are in the line of sight of my porch are empty. Wah, 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 wah. I will say that we have a herd of deer that visit us. There's a couple that hang out in the morning, but usually around 5.30, 6 p.m. when it's now gets starting to get darker earlier, the deer come out and we have a herd of 11 doe. And it's fun to see them just romping and having a grand old time in our front yard. And uh, I could sit there for hours just watching them do their thing. I am contemplating putting a, a deer feeder out there, obviously not for hunting, but just to encourage them to hang out a little bit more often. 
Andy thinks not because he's worried that they're going to behave like raccoons and try and break into our house and steal all of our, you know, dry goods. I don't think so. They lack thumbs to do that, unlike raccoons who can get into trash cans. Aren't they called trash bandits or something like that? Anyway, so far we've been lucky we don't have problems with raccoons. We do have armadillo in other news. I have been making routine trips down to Charleston to go to the VA for any number of follow-up appointments for my, you know, uh, stomach issues that I had with the gallbladder and and the the gastroenteritis or whatever, whatever it is. Anyway, my stomach's doing a lot better. All is well. Today I have a rheumatology appointment, so I need to go get my joints checked out and see if they need to adjust my meds. I got these compression gloves. They kind of look like Michael Jackson gloves, only not so awesome and sparkly and spangly. They are just really tight, tight gloves. And when I put them on, I can feel my joints throbbing because of the pressure on them. I thought it was supposed to give you relief, but I'm not really sure that it's working that way. I also ordered some like icy hot with hemp in it. And I have no idea if, if that's really effective or if I feel like because it was neat and different that it might work better than say Tiger Balm or Icy Hot or any of those other name brands that you get for those like hot cold medications. But who knows? <laughs> it's probably just a waste of my money. Good branding, good branding. Add hemp to it, that makes it all the better and more effective, at least in my mind. Not true, I don't feel any different. I need to see about getting a massage sometime too, soon because I feel like I have been sitting at the computer nonstop to get the registry off the ground and my neck is suffering for it. But we'll see. I can't stop right now. I want to give a shout out to everybody who supported the registry um, in the making of it. I guess I forgot to mention that earlier in the... So Rebecca Courtney, DeHan Courtney of All the King's Horses... Dr. Hernando Plata, Lisa Martin of Silver Meadow Farms, Tim Gunther and Kathy Gunther of Jack Creek Farms, Will Beatty of Bear Creek Farms, Angie Rodeman of Rodeman Ranch, um, and Harold Williams of Big Horse Farms. All of you guys have been absolutely wonderful. I can't thank you enough for believing in what we wanted to do for the European Vermont Registry of America and getting that off the ground. A big shout out to Caitlin McClure of Feel Good Designs, who helped with the website, europeanvermont.com. And um, everybody else who gave advice, Chris Loudon, the attorney, and BDO for the nonprofit advice. Anyway, I could go on. Good people, lots of help, and I can't thank them enough. Also, I should give a shout out to Andy for being so patient with my late, late nights and early, early mornings. When we were coming up to the deadline to the launch day, I was up at like 2 or 2.30 in the morning just plugging away. And my my horses were kind of like, why are we waiting to eat until 9 or 9.30? That's not the normal time frame. But, you know, they got through it. They weren't starving. I have a craft project that I'm trying to finish. It's been sitting here in the craft room waiting for me to finally have some free time enough to actually get back to work on it. The problem is I don't quite have that yet. I am still in pre-production for my television series with uh, PBS called After Action. And every Wednesday, I am doing pre-interviews with veterans who are potential guests for our show. 
when I'm not doing these interviews on Wednesdays, I am compiling data and information on potential subjects and reaching out and doing communications with them for After Action and a number of other producer jobs. So it's been really busy. And I mean, really busy for me. And I know that I've sort of alluded to this in previous podcasts, but I wasn't permitted to talk about the registry yet because it wasn't public. Now that it's public, I can't. And as for After Action, that is public. And I just, I don't know. I'm ready to get the casting done so that we can get to filming, which filming begins in early spring. And it's going to be right here at Low Country Acres. So we are taking veterans into the Low Country, into my house. We're going to be doing the filming here. It's going to be an intimate roundtable discussion with veterans on really, really important topics with the hope of sort of lifting the veil on the military and veteran experience and allowing people to better understand what that's like and to bring those who haven't served closer to those who have and demystify the experience so that those who haven't served and those who care about members who have will be more able to ask thoughtful questions and not feel so shy about asking those. At any rate, the show is, knock on wood, going to premiere Veterans Day 2022, and everything seems to be full steam ahead. If you have any desire to want to contribute to our show, please feel free to reach out to me through everythingstacy.com. We have the funding that we need, but we could always use more to improve our, our show. It is Again, a, a PBS show, which means it's nonprofit. We are um, able to partner with corporate entities and take private donations through the ETV endowment. So again, visit everythingstacy.com. Let me know if you're interested in contributing to After Action and we'll get you on board. Okay, given that it's the month of October, I have been listening to the Harry Potter Audible book series. Full transparency, I read the books, all of them, when they came out and thoroughly enjoyed them then. And I was thinking, what do I want to listen to when I'm scooping horse poop and feeding them and doing chores? And I thought, well, let me go back to a tried and true favorite and read the Harry or listen to the Harry Potter series. I will say I thoroughly enjoyed it. And the narrator did an impressive job with all the voices. I was blown away. I, I loved it. I actually think I prefer the audible uh, narration over the movies. I'm not sure if you're into audible books when you're driving to the grocery store, or you're taking road trips, or if you're doing chores around the house, if you're listening to audible books, check out the Harry Potter series. Highly recommend it. After the Harry Potter series wrapped up, I ran into a show hold, a show hold, as they say. And I was like, okay, well, what am I going to listen to next? And I wanted to stay on the sort of October Halloween theme. And I decided to listen to Twilight. I read the Twilight books as well. Yeah, I'm kind of a nerd. I know these are like young adult and children's books. Don't judge me. I absolutely love them. At any rate... I, I launched the Twilight series, and I have to say, I'm a little less impressed with the 
Twilight Audible series. Granted, I'm only on book one, maybe chapter three or something like that. But already I'm like, meh, not so, not so awesome. But uh, I'm going to give it a listen. I'm going to keep plugging away because sometimes things aren't always uh, good on first listen. Or maybe I just was like so impressed by Harry Potter that everything seemed to pale in comparison. But if you are looking for another really great series, um, and, and also that's October sort of Halloween themed, there is a book series about Charleston, South Carolina. It's fiction, of course, written by, uh, let me see, Karen White. And it's uh, the, the House on Trad Street series. The summary of it is that she is a, a Charleston-based real estate agent who is also, what is the word? Uh, she can hear dead people, see ghosts. Uh, she is a clairvoyant. I don't know if, it, if that's the right terminology. At any rate, she's in denial about it, but she sells old houses in Charleston, historic Charleston. So you can see how that is already a really great plot line that she is a, a real estate agent who can see ghosts who sells, who specializes in old houses. At any rate, she inherits one of these old houses on Trad Street and runs into ghosts and has to figure out this sort of murder mystery. There are a number of books in this series. So if you want to, if you enjoy reading, you could read them. But if you enjoy audible books, they also have a really great audible narration. And both of them are fantastic. So again, it's Karen White and the, the Trad Street series. Check it out. I think you're really, really going to enjoy it. It's quite humorous. Um, and I, I, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed that. Well, I know I'm going to be ending this podcast a little bit short this week, but I do have to get downtown to that rheumatology appointment. So I hope you'll understand. And next week, I will be back right here with Andy and the time will fly. 30 minutes, 40 minutes, who knows? I hope that you have a really fantastic week. Remember, please get your fall photos in. Visit everythingstacy.com. It's the Fall Feels Photo Challenge. I know you've got some really great fall picks, so share them with us. And again, check out EuropeanBrabant.com. That is the brand new horse registry that I have spent nearly the past year uh, getting prepped and ready and is now live and ready for you to, uh, to take in. And if you want to contribute to After Action, be sure to reach out to me through EverythingStacy.com and let me know how we can get you involved. So until next week, I'm Stacy. Be well.